Mm-hmm. Yeah, and another challenge to you would be that uh, if you accept that people can have their subjective feelings and identify as whatever mm-hmm. they want, then why do you still insist so much on on on, on a applying science onto human beings because a special I, I guess a, a very special thing about being human is that we're not constrained by science or constrained merely by biology we're able mm-hmm. to think beyond that and act against our perhaps rawest biological mm-hmm. impulses so wh- why why do we have to use these terms someone may ask when they, they seem rather primitive and even tyrannical in fact, I'll completely agree with this argument tonight. And the reason why I'm heavily focusing on the sites and the subjective feeling is because if you look at the video created by Forrest Valkai and a lot of the other people talking about um, the nature and the, the kind of how gender is represented in science, it is actually those people on the opposite side who are actually arguing for such a phenomenon who are actually using the science to back their arguments. And as a result, I'm using science. I'm saying, well, the science does not warrant such a conclusion. Because personally, I completely agree with you that that it's completely fine. And I think it's it's admirable to say, well, this is not a scientific belief at all. We're doing this based on our subjective, per- perhaps even the intrasubjective um, experience of the world, because other people might feel the same way. And this is a subjective understanding of the term. But then if that's the case, then we have to make sure that the claim that we're making is similar or reflected in the arguments that we're making for the claim in the sense that if we're going to say that it is a subjective feeling and it's not based on science then we better not use science as a justification to argue for such belief however if we are going to be using science to argue for such belief this is where my critique of Forrest Valkai came in which is to say well well essentially the science that you're using to argue for the gender phenomena that we see today is not warranting such a conclusion. And that's where my argument arises. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I think we got a good good case here for the, like, if, if we're looking scientifically, that it really is justified for us to, to use the terminology male and female. However, I'm wondering what you would think about people who, who claim, who try to separate the biological and uh, I, I guess humanistic, the subjective, and then claim that, well, there's these many genders simply because, well, we can identify as whatever we, we wish to. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm wondering what you would think about this, this point of view. Well, I think that um, identifying as whatever you wish to would, would, of course, have to be separated from the science. Though I, I would like to illustrate the previous point a bit more, perhaps, which I think would then help us understand the distinction between the subjective kind of experience and the scientific experience. Because in the video, Forrest Valkai points towards the wide range of different, um, the wide range of different brain states, which does indeed seem to support uh, of, of a, a huge spectrum. And then some people say, well, now there's a, now that we've established or admitted that there's a sex spectrum, then it seems that there is should be or gender spectrum as well. But then I think exactly the problem that you raised previously arises is that, well, what if we had someone who claims to be non-binary, but then does a scientific study on themselves and realizes that they're fully a male in the scientific sense? Then what exactly are we meant to do with those situations where, where someone's science does not match what they claim themselves to be? And furthermore, what exactly does it mean to feel to be binary? Is that a cultural distinction or is that 
something developed non non-culturally and by and psychologically because if we view these things as a result of the culture i think that that ties into the objection the second objection that you raised previously if these are truly brought up or are led or developed by the culture then where on earth did the non-binary and the two-spirited come from because there were never cultural ideas to be there in the first place so there is indeed a definitely a distinction between the two and i think that we have to be very very careful when we start using science as a defense for the existence of multiple genders, because it leads to conclusions that we might not like.